Welcome to the Life Schooling Podcast. I'm Diana, a homeschooling mom of two. And I'm Vanessa, an unschooling mom of two. And we believe that life teaches us everything we need to know. On this short episode today, we'll be sharing some of our experiences with gentle parenting and attending dentist or doctor visit. We'll be talking about how we have dealt with sticking to our gentle ways when we are being pushed to do things that feel counterintuitive or against our gut. Yesterday, I shared on my Instagram that I had taken Emily, my six and a half year old daughter, to the dentist. And I basically shared our experience. Because I realized that whether you're a gentle parent or not, sometimes when we take our kids to the doctor or the dentist, we rely so much on the opinion of the professionals that we find ourselves sometimes suppressing how we feel internally and suppressing our intuition when it comes to taking their advice on the things that we should do. So I'll start by explaining exactly what happened. When we got to the dentist, they called Emily's name in and when we walked up to the door the lady told me that I couldn't go in with her when she told me that immediately I was like well if I can't go in with her then she can't do the appointment and all of a sudden I could go in with her so they let me come in and when we went to the room the lady proceeded to do the cleaning on her by lady I mean the dental hygienist and she proceeded to do the cleaning on her Then it was time for the x-rays. When Emily went to go do the x-rays, they brought her back maybe about two minutes into it, saying that she wouldn't open her mouth. She wouldn't allow them to put those uncomfortable like x-ray sticks in her mouth. She just didn't want them to do it because she didn't feel comfortable. They brought her back and they seemed a little upset about the fact that she didn't open her mouth. Like they're not used to that. But I, I didn't take offense to it and I didn't get mad at Emily either when she walked in I just greeted her with an open heart and I said what happened what why didn't you want to do it and she told me that it was because she was afraid that she was going to throw up and that it hurt when they were putting it under her tongue so those were the reasons behind it and I completely understood because I know the feeling of getting an x-ray done and it's super uncomfortable especially for kids and especially for kids who are alone in a room with somebody that they don't know So what I did was I asked the doctor, were you able to see anything at all? And she told me, yeah, they were able to do the panoramic shot and they took a look at her teeth and they couldn't see anything. They just, all they did was they couldn't see in between her teeth. So they didn't know if there were any cavities in between her teeth, but that overall it looked fine. So I didn't freak out. I started thinking and brainstorming about another option and I came up with ordering the x-ray equipment from Amazon, which is what I'm going to do. And Emily agreed to it. So what we're going to do is we have six months before her next appointment and we're going to be practicing on her. Until then, we're going to use the sticks to play dentists on each other. And that way she's comfortable with the feeling of it in her mouth. And she knows exactly what to expect for the next dental visit so that she's not caught by surprise having to do something that she's uncomfortable with doing. Basically, what I taught her was that it's okay to say no when you are not comfortable doing something that you don't want to do. And if it's something that you must do, then you can say no at the moment, but then go home and prep so that you can come back and do it because it has to be done. It's a personal hygiene situation. So yeah, those are the lessons that I ended up teaching her at the dentist. I didn't know it was going to go that way, but it turned out to be an entire lesson.
I remember talking to you about this over a year ago when we were sharing our experiences because both of our girls had gone to the dentist and the same situation happened with me when I went. Growing up, going to the dentist, my mom was always right next to me. Did you mm -hmm. experience that? Like, Yeah, always. When she was little, she would stay with me. But yeah, when Mia was a little bit older and I went to the dentist, when I got there, they put me into a room and then said that they were going to take Mia in to have whatever work done that she needed. And I was really perplexed by that. It was really like strange to me and it just didn't sit well with me from the beginning. And right away, I told them, I didn't know that that's the way that it was. Like, I want to go in with her. And the response right away was like, well, no, this is how we do it here. So that's how it is. Like, you stay here and I take her. I've always been that type that questions doctors and they hate it. They, uh -huh. they really do. I've never had a positive experience. I could say going against what the norm is as far as when it comes to any medical situation. When she brought that up to me, I was not okay with it. And I did not agree with it. And I said, well, I need to talk to the dentist then. If she, if I can't go in, then she's not going in because it just, it just doesn't feel right to me. Like, like you said, like, this is a whole new experience that doesn't happen very often. It's something medical that they're going to be doing to her. I think it's important as a parent to be there. Like, I understand for the dentist and for the practice, I'm sure that it's easier for them. When I did ask, why what was the reason and they said that it was because the children tend to act up or act differently or be more whiny or resistant when the parent was around I can understand how it might be easier for them but I feel like just like in any any situation I always say this medicine is very general they they don't look at the individual they don't look at the person really who's in front of you because Maybe some children do better like that, but maybe some children won't do better like that. And why not give her a chance? So I said, look, let me go in. If she is that way, we could work something out. But if she's not, then why would it be a problem? So I went in with her. They did the procedure. She was amazing. I was there right next to her. I was comfortable. She was comfortable. And I left there feeling proud that I stood up for what I believed in. And proud that I stood up for my daughter because she also, and I asked her too, like, you can do that too. Like, okay, how do you feel? Because maybe your child will feel okay going alone. Maybe that's who they are. And that's totally cool too. But if you as a parent don't feel right about it and you ask your child and they don't feel right about it, then there should be no reason why you can't do that. I left there feeling proud for standing up for myself for my daughter and for what I believed in. And I think that that's important to do in any situation, but especially when it comes to your own health, because they are experienced. I'm not going to take that away from them. They're great at what they do. And you brought this point up in your stories yesterday. Like their number one priority is our dental health. And I get that. But like you said yesterday too, our priority is there is our children's emotional health. And there has to be a balance. There has to be a way that we could work together to meet that goal at the end of making sure that they're okay, that they're not going to be traumatized from their experience at the dentist or at the doctor or anything. Yeah. And at the same time, making sure that you're able to do what it is that you need to do. So I think that is such a great tip to practice, to get ready for it, to just give some time. You know, if it's not a medical emergency, 
I don't see why there would be any reason to not give at least at the very least that time to get used to what it is that needs to be done. I actually had a, a friend of ours, Vanessa, the oily mama. She recommended a really good holistic dentist. You need to send me and the information. I will. I'll send you the information because I think I'm going to give that a try. I think there needs to be a shift. I think it has to be a balance. I think that's what's going to work. That's what's going to make it better for them to be a little bit more open to the differences with their patients, the differences between their clients. Not everybody that walks through their clinic doors is the same and not everybody's comfortable with the same thing. So to treat us all the same, is just not conducive to a healthy relationship and you have to have a healthy relationship with your medical practitioners. And I also think that it starts with us parents because if parents are okay with just going with what they tell you should be the way and it's the only way and the right way, it becomes weird when somebody has an opinion because they're so used to dealing with patients who don't have opinions because they trust the dentist has the best opinion on what to do with their teeth. And understandably, the dentist went to school for a long time and they've been doing this for a long time. But that doesn't mean that that's going to fit everybody's needs. Like you said earlier, everybody's different and every scenario is different. What works for one person might not work for another person and for different reasons too. Right. So and it, like, it literally makes me think of like a movie. Like I could picture it in my head, like the office, the dental office is just like going, hustling, bustling, and everybody's moving. And then like, I get there and it's like, like, hold <laughs> on, like put the brakes yes. on. And it's like, you tell them something different and they literally like, look at you like confused. Like they have no idea oh. what to say next. Like, oh my God, I've never experienced this. And that's shocking to me too. For me. I just, it didn't work. Yeah. And that's so funny because it's true. So I'm curious to know if any of our listeners have had stories like this, because we'd love to feature some of these stories in a little extra episode or something. If you disagree, let us know too. Like we're open to everybody's opinions, unlike some dentists I know. (laughs) (laughs) If you're a dentist. (laughs) Yeah. If you're a dentist, let us know. Let us know. But at the end of the day, like, yes, like, okay, they have their reasons and they're probably valid reasons. I'm not going to take it away, but understand that we are individuals. Understand that not everybody's going to be okay with whatever that normal is and to be more open to who your patients are, be more open to what we're comfortable with. Yes. And at the end of the day, your child's emotional health comes first. They say no, it's a no. It's a hard no. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you can't come back next week when they feel better about the situation. But right then and there, it's a no. And you have to respect them. Yeah. And they should have an they should have their opinions validated and listened to it with every single choice. Because at the end of the day, it's their body and it's their mouth and what they're going to have to deal with. Yeah, by teaching them that, we're teaching them, first of all, that it's okay to say no, especially when it's something that's going to be happening to your body. Like, that's such an important lesson for them to learn. How could we tell them, okay, well, you have to listen to what this person says, but if this person ever tells you to do this and you say no, you know, like, it's very confusing. You're teaching two different things. And yes, dentists and doctors 
our world would be tough if we didn't have them, you know, but at the end of the day, we have to respect ourselves enough to be able to stand up and say when something doesn't feel right and when we're not okay with something and not be afraid to speak up and not be afraid to say no to things that we don't want to do. And to not feel weird because you're not going with the norm and to not feel weird that you're not okay with the norm. I don't know if that makes any sense, but for example, sitting there watching your kid cry (laughs) while they're working on their mouth and scream is it seems like the normal right because it's so normal to walk into a dentist a kid's dental office and hear just the cries and the screams and have them tell you oh this is normal every every kid does this but I honestly think to myself like that's normal that's not okay it makes me think too like I had another situation with my son he fell when he was like two he was really little and he cracked his front tooth And we went to the dentist and they asked me if I wanted to fill in the little part of his tooth that was missing. Now, that's just for looks. I really didn't care about it, but I thought, okay, well, let's see. I didn't know exactly what the process is. That's another thing, too. A lot of times they don't share the complete process with you. So when they were about to start fixing it, I said, okay, let's try. Let's see what we can do. So they put him down on the seat and he was already kind of like apprehensive, like, oh, I'm not sure what's going on. By this time, he was already like four. They put him down on the seat and they're like, okay, well, we're going to have to restrain him in order to to do this procedure. I'm like, restrain? I wasn't exactly sure what that meant. I was like, uh, I don't know about that. Already right there, I was like, ah, uh, you know, I should have gone with my gut from that moment. But I was like, okay. And they're like, it's okay. You know, it's okay. Like you said, oh, it happens all the time. We do this. You know, don't worry. Like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be quick. I was like, okay. Again, I kind of went like against what I was really feeling. Then they start to put this contraption on him that looks like what they put on like what the straight jackets. You know what that is? Yeah. Literally. I'm not kidding you. It looked like a straight jacket they were putting this device on him that was going to hold his arms and tie it to like the dentist table and this is my little four-year-old son and he's looking at me with these eyes like what the heck is going on and he starts freaking out and they're just continuing and they're like do you know do I go do I keep and like for a minute I was like oh my god like I don't know what to do like I was like really like in between and then I'm like stop just stop 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 they were like, are you sure? I'm like, yes, just stop. Just So they took him out, whatever. I picked him up and they didn't end up doing anything and kind of feel like a little tense, like in the air. And they're like, you know, he's not going to remember that, like when he gets older. And I'm like inside thinking, like, yeah. what? Maybe he's not going to remember it because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be so traumatizing that he's going to block it out. I don't know. I'm so like proud of you also for all the times you stood up for that, because it's hard to do when you're in the moment. It takes a lot of guts to do that. To be able to, to like look them in the face and say, stop. You're probably the only one that has done that. That's what's crazy. More yeah. of us have to stand up and say, not okay. So that there is another way to do it. It started like with myself growing, growing up and ha- going through experiences where I had to question. And it's definitely not easy, but it does get easier. And the more that you do it, the more comfortable you're going to feel with speaking up for yourself and for what you feel is right. Sometimes these experiences 
show up later in life, what you end up learning about these experiences that the doctor and the dentist show up later in life. And I've heard a lot of people who, yes, are traumatized of the dentist and they won't go because of the experiences they had when they were younger. And it's true. They can cause some really big issues that you associate to the dentist when you're older. But other than that, what does it teach you? It teaches you, you don't have consent over your body. Other people are right and your opinion is wrong. Your intuition is wrong. And other people know best. Things like that, that stay in your brain, even at the age of four, they'll stay in your brain. And that's how you grow up. And those turn into issues later in life. It's all a lesson. And if we just stick to letting our children choose for themselves, when it comes to everything, when it comes to everything, we won't have regrets later because we allow them to follow their own intuition and they know what is best for themselves, regardless of their age. It doesn't matter if they're four. Actually, the four-year-olds know more than we know because they're more fresh into this world and their intuition and the way that they're able to read like energies is a hundred times better than ours absolutely and it's because we've lived on this earth for so long that we've had influences of the world around us things that we've been told our conditioning they're fresh and so what their intuition tells them they listen and it's us as parents who kind of get in the way of that most times so If we step out of the way, let them listen to their intuition and let them follow through on that. When it comes to things like this, I think we'll be okay. And I think they'll be okay. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. We wanted to say thank you to our listeners for the awesome feedback we've been receiving. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a family member or friend who you know will like it too. Remember to follow us at the Life Schooling Podcast on Instagram and be sure to subscribe, rate us a five and leave us a written review. Bye. Bye.